Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am Nicole Hub, your host, and I'm so grateful and thankful to have you back here with me another week. How are you? Good, good. Glad to hear that. I am doing well, y'all. I feel so much better this week. Thank you for all the prayers that you sent up for your girl. Not 100% can't eat like I want to just quite yet, but the pain has definitely subsided. So we thank God for that. So thank you all for all your prayers. I'm feeling great. And I'm excited to get into this week's topic. I hope that it's something. Well, listen, I know that it's something. (laughs) That all of us struggle with as women because we are women and we are constantly shown images of what we should look like, how we should wear our hair, how our body should look, how we should present ourselves. We constantly have these images 100% every day of the week always in our face. So there is times if it's not every if it's not for you something that you've dealt with continuously, but I know that there has been times and at least one thing that you can think of where you have questioned like am I this? Like am I the status quo? Do I meet that? So for those of us who have had those thoughts, those of us who are maybe currently experiencing those thoughts or some of us who have overcome it, let's just talk about it today about some things that hinder us on our journey to being our full, most present, healthy, well selves. Let's just put it like that. Because what my wellness looks like, what my healthy looks like might not look like yours. But there is a prayer that it's prayed for us, a prayer scripture that is given to us about how we should take care of our bodies and how the Lord wants us, our physical bodies to thrive just as much as our soul. So as we talk about the intentional woman, the whole woman on this podcast, it's just not about making sure that we're always all 100% spiritually filled, which we will be and which we should strive to be every single day. But it's also in that natural. How is our spirit actually dictating our natural lives? Because there comes a disconnect there, too. If you're spirit, spiritually full, but then in your natural life, you're lacking that discipline and you're lacking uh, the fruit of the spirit in that area. And we could just go with one fruit of the spirit, which is self-control. So we can just start there and we could definitely come over to this topic and we can see how they um, all connect. So I'm excited excited to talk about it. Uh, it's not something that I originally wanted to talk about so soon on the podcast, because I just don't want people to feel like, you know, looks and everything is just such an important thing, like always what women talk about. But we got to get to the root of the thing. And I think that, you know what, I'm restarting another health journey just this week. So listen, come on in. <laughs> Come on, in the room, and let's talk about this. (laughs) All right, so this week's topic is five ways to jumpstart any health journey intentionally. And I am really actually excited about talking about this because I have some receipts, y'all. Like, I'm not new to this. Like, this is something that I have literally studied in school. I have a bachelor's in exercise science, and I went to uh, University of Maryland at Eastern Shore Hawk Pride. Catch it if there are any hawks out there. Yes. Um, and then I also have a master's degree in public health with a concentration in physical activity. So this is something that I am 
personally passionate about as I am now actually studying to get a health coaching certification, which is hopefully I'll be able to get by the end of this November. But y'all pray for me because that was one of the things why I was doing the most. And, you know, anywho, (laughs) back to my point. So I actually have some experience in this and I am actually filled up and like inspired by helping people to, you know, overcome mindsets in order to be successful in their journeys to wholeness and health and wellness and spirit, whatever capacity I'm able to help. So this is really exciting for me. And I hope that you all find the information valuable and you feel find it useful for something that you can implement in any any area of your life, just not as far as um, a particular health journey. So I want to start our conversation by setting the foundation in the word. And for me, that's really important to do because As women, I know that there's so much emotion at times attached to our physical appearance and how we feel and how we look. And I don't want anyone to leave this this space today feeling as if that you're not good enough or that you are not able to obtain anything, Um, a a look, a, a shape, a size, a health weight goal, be able to wear a particular garment or clothes. I don't want anyone to leave feeling discouraged because I want us to ground whatever we do after after we hear this podcast, after you hear this episode, whatever we, we do, whatever you decide to do, I want it to be grounded in faith and grounded in the word of God. Cool? All right. So the first scripture I want to share is 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. And this is in the Passion Translation. And I'll link all the scriptures in the show notes as well. So you guys can look them up yourselves again and maybe even write them down, print them out as affirmations and something to meditate on uh, if you decide to start a journey or when you find yourself on another health journey. And it says, this is 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. And I wanted to start there because that is my prayer for you. For all my sisters listening, that is my prayer for you, that you're in good health just as much as your soul is prospering in our time together in your own quiet time and your study time and your devotion, uh, because it's very important. It's, it's important in how you perceive yourself and it's important how you present yourself, because how you perceive, perceive yourself dictates and influences how you present yourself. And we want to present ourselves um, as daughters of the king who know whose we are and who we are in Christ Jesus. So I'm praying that prayer for all of us today that we will be able to prosper in every area of our lives. All right, the second scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. And it reads, Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears and blood. So by all means, then use your body to bring glory to God. Amen. So that just encourages us and reminds us that our bodies are living sacrifices to God. So we want to present ourselves, present our bodies as living sacrifices, as Romans tells us, uh, holy and acceptable unto God. And that is what we do in how we treat our bodies, what we put in our bodies. Let that be an encouraging foundational scripture for you to refer to and to hear how the Lord sees your body so that you can see your body as that as well. This scripture says, got some keywords. It's just like sacred. It's a temple. It's a gift. It's filled 
with the Holy, where the Holy Spirit lives. You know what I'm saying? So it's to bring glory to God. So all those key things, think about those wonderful attributes when you think about your body. Let those be the first things. Renew your mind to allow those to be the first things that you think about when you think about your body versus maybe some of the negative things that we constantly sometimes think about first. So the next scripture is a little bit of a gut check, humility check, heart check for all of us as we begin our journeys or even as we're on journeys or in the past, we can think about, you know, when we started something that wasn't necessarily popular and, you know, how we were so excited about it, maybe how when we shared it with somebody and made somebody else feel guilty or made them feel some type of way. So this is a good one just to keep our heart in mind, um, in check and to keep us a little bit humble. <laughs> and this is still in first Corinthians. So first Corinthians now chapter 10, verse 31. And it says, whether you eat or drink, live your life in a way that glorifies and honors God. And I said that to say, um, that listen, if you decide to be vegan or you decide to be a vegetarian, don't be shading us meat eaters. Okay, because whatever we decide to do, we're going to do it to the glory of God (laughs) and honoring our bodies and what we feel is healthy for us and what we feel that we will be able to do in moderation and still maintain our health. So don't if you, you know, you done gave up the bird, you done gave up bacon in, in the swine. Don't be going making everybody else feel bad <laughs> that they still doing those. And same thing for people who eat meat. Don't make the people that decide that that they gonna not eat meat make them feel like that they doing too much or don't take all that. So let's have grace. Let's be humble and allow people to live their lives and have and live their journeys out in a way that they glorify God with their bodies based on their own convictions, based on their own preferences. All right, <laughs> okay, deal. And then the last one is just literally an honorable mention because it's going to get real out here. If you decide to be serious about your health and about any type of journey, like being consistent in anything, which, you know, is the name, you know, the thing that we talk about here often that I try to talk about often because it's something that I've struggled with, um, that I struggle with, excuse me, that's not past tense, that I struggle with, uh, it's going to get hard out here. So I just want us to be aware and not get sidetracked when things get hard. All right. So this scripture is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. And it says, now all discipline seems to be more pain than pleasure at the time. Yet later, it will produce a transformation of character, bringing a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield to it. So this scripture is saying, yes, discipline is painful, especially at the time that it's taking place, but it will produce something greater if we yield to it. So yield to the discipline, yield to the consistency, and it's going to produce something beautiful in all of our lives. All right, so now that we've set the foundation for our hearts towards this journey, let's talk about the five ways to jumpstart any health journey intentionally. Okay, number one, don't wait until the first. I know that everybody be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get it right on the first, on the first, catch me on the first, I'm about to start doing this, I'm about to start doing this, 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 this. And listen, in my experience, that is not always the best thing to do because you know why? Because you sabotage all the way up into the first. You eat and do everything that you want to do until that time. And then all it is is just so much harder to jump into it. Just like go cold turkey and just jump into it on the first. Or even sometimes jump into it on Monday. So give yourself time to roll and adjust to 
kind of slow walk yourself into what your end journey is going to be. So for the purpose of giving the five, um, the five ways today, I'm just going to frame it around my own journey and in health. And that is with keto. So this is when I'll talk about like how, when I started keto, how I restarted it and how I restarted again, how I've been able to see these things and pull them out and notice that they are game changers in starting a health journey. So for me, what that looks like is I'm not going to wait until the first, when I decided that I was going to start keto again and like hit it hard I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to wait to the to the first to do it because then I'm just going to be eating everything. I'm just going to be trying to like being this crazy with my food. And then come the first, I'm going to be struggling. I'm be having the headaches. You know, I'm going to be going through with the withdrawals. I'm going to be trying to, you know, not think about food and all this other stuff. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start kind of slow walking myself into it. I'm going to go ahead and start my intimate, get start my intimate and fast and back up. And that's just like a, I set a window of how long, like when I'm going to eat. And I'm going to at least like start taking the supplements and things like that. So start drinking my water, start adding my, um, like taking my vitamins and stuff to kind of help my body get ready for it. You know, I'm going to do my best not to eat any bread. I'm going to do my best not to eat any added sugar as I'm getting myself ready for going for throttle. So don't wait until the first. Don't even wait until Monday if you can help it. When you decide that you want to make a change, begin to implement those things immediately to the best of your ability until you're able to get to the store or until you're able to find a plan that's going to work for you. Number two, tell somebody. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? You need accountability. You need somebody who knows you to be able to check in on you and be able to encourage you, to be able to bring you back, to be able to tell you, no, you're not supposed to do that or that's not what you want to do. Stick to your plan. Ride it out for a little bit longer. You need somebody like that. Um, and I know for me in the past, like I have avoided that so much because I wanted to be able to just have the conversation with myself when I wanted to go off, <laughs> go off the rail. I was like, you know what? You had a good day or you had a good two days. You deserve a milkshake from Chick-fil-A. I didn't want to have to call nobody and be like, you know what? I'm going to go get a, go ahead and get a milkshake. I just wanted to ration within myself. So this time around, um, and in the couple times previous, like I've told people, I've told my husband who is the best and worst accountability partner, if that is even possible. He's the best because like he gonna hold you accountable And then he's the worst because you know He gonna hold me accountable <laughs> So he be checking for me <laughs> So but you need that in your life um, Even if you have another um, A girlfriend I, you know because sometimes dudes Just they don't be getting it sometimes So sometimes you just need, a, a need, I need another female Another woman voice who just understands Especially like certain times of the month and all that Things uh, so but you need Somebody you need to tell somebody What you're doing so that they can help You so they can support you and also so they can be there to be a voice of reason. But most importantly, what I find benefits me the most with telling somebody is that you have a person that you can share your wins with. You know, somebody that you can set, call in, text and say, you know what, today, girl, I ain't even choose that cake. Or you know what, I put on these jeans that I've been trying to get into for the last two months and they actually fit. 
or you know what? I see some see some changes on the scale. Like I'm really excited about it. So if anything else, like you want to be able to share your wins with somebody. And that is what telling somebody helps you do. It gives you that support. It gives you that built in community that you can share your victories with along with your struggles as well that can support you in it. So tell somebody. Okay, so number three, prepare your kitchen for success. This is probably the number one thing that I think keeps us in the cycle of stopping and starting over and over again. And that's because we don't prepare our space for us to be successful. So what does that mean, Nicole? That means that you still have stuff in your pantry. You still have stuff in your refrigerator. You still have stuff in your cabinets that is counteracting the place that you're trying to get to. So it's important that you try to do a purge, give away some stuff, cook it during that time when you're trying to get your your mind right in that time before the first or the time before the, the Monday, whatever it is. Use that time to cook those things and be creative. Like look up a, a rest, alternative recipes of how you can cook it that will be closely in line to the lifestyle that you're looking to adapt fully as you move forward. And, you know, don't, just keep things around and don't buy things and say, you know, I'm going to say that for after this is over, whatever the case may be. Like set yourself up for success. Purge the pantry, purge the refrigerator, purge the cabinets, get out the things that you know are going to tempt you, that you know will be easy for you just to grab and to go or just to get, but that will have you get off track. All right. And I read this quote earlier this week and it says the secret of change is to focus all your energy not on fighting the old but building on the new so this is exactly what number three is saying when I'm telling you prepare your kitchen for success it's like you don't want to have to fight your old urges you don't want to have to fight your old eating habits you want to have to fight your old physical activity routines you want to be able to help yourself to build upon the new so how do we do that by incorporating by replacing those old things with the new things that we want to do so make it easier on yourself where you don't feel like that you're fighting yourself daily and fighting, you know, what you would have done the week before, but set yourself up to say, you know what, this is what I do with the new things, with the stuff that you're trying to incorporate. So I hope that helps. That was number three, which was prepare your kitchen for success. All right. So number four, if you fall off, don't throw the whole day away. This is like the number one thing that I was horrible at, y'all. Like, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I ate one of the kids' french fries. <laughs> Let me go ahead and just order my own. <laughs> you know, it would be like something so simple as that. But it will really be, it's really such a mindset thing where you have to realize, okay, if I wasn't properly prepared, I went somewhere, went to an event, went to a restaurant, you know, they had a, a potluck at work, well, pre-COVID days. I don't know about no potlucks now, but you know, I was in a place where I wasn't prepared. I didn't bring what I needed and I ate. Okay, fine. It happens. Life happens. But that does not mean that you get to throw the whole day away and then just go ham, just go in and just eat the cake and the ice cream too and do whatever. So really renew your mind, fix your mind to say, there will be times where this out of my control, where I might have to choose to eat something or Um, I might not be able to work out the day that I plan to do it. But that doesn't mean that I throw the whole day away. I might not be able to go to the gym, but at least I'm going to take a quick 15 minute walk during my break. So something like that. So think about how you can still end the day feeling successful versus at the end of the day, feeling regretful and feeling bad because you just, you know, went in when you had an opportunity to 
stay on track in another type of way. Okay. So if you fall, don't throw the whole day away. And last, but certainly not least, this is that goal mentality. Like this is where you just going to have to put little, okay, I'm going to say number five is put your feet on the gas. So this is where you have to just put your foot on the metal and say, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And that is where I am now. So I've gone through one and four in all the past health journeys that I've been on. But now today, I'm just on number five where I'm like putting my foot on the gas. So what does that look like for me? So I am, like I said, I'm restarting keto again. And for me, it's like I gave myself a hard 30 days just to go in. I've given myself 30 days just to do it. And I'm talking about no cheat days, no compromise, Nothing that is not keto friendly is going to pass my lips. That's where I'm at right now. Because I'm like, if I want to be able to get to my goal weight, if I want to be able to feel how I know I can feel by being consistent in keto, then I am going to have to just do it. And then maybe once I get to my goal weight or maybe once I get the benefits physically that I want, then maybe I can cruise a little bit. Then maybe I could ha- incorporate a cheat day here, there, or have a piece of real cake here, there. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe at the end of 30 days, I might be able to be like, you know, I actually don't need all those things. Like I can find a way to get what I want, to experience food the way I love within these bounds of the keto lifestyle that I desire to live in. If you find your, have found yourself constantly starting and stopping, starting and stopping, I encourage you to really hone in on number five, to really just put your feet to the gas. Give yourself, I don't know, a time period. I gave, I'm giving myself 30 days. Maybe you'll do 10, 15. Maybe you'll do 60 or 90. I don't know. You consider within yourself and, and see what's reasonable and what you think that you can do or what you think you should do and do it and go all in. Go all in because honestly, what's the worst that could happen is that you might get the results that you actually want. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. So I'm going to recap really quickly. What are the five ways to jumpstart any health journey intentionally? And number one is don't wait until the first. Number two, tell somebody. Number three, prepare your kitchen for success. And number four, if you fall off, don't throw the whole day away. And last but not least, number five, put your foot on the gas and go, sis. Go, 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 go. All right. Hope that was good for you all. I hope you heard something that was encouraging, heard something that you feel like you actually could grasp, can hold on to, can implement in um, in any health journey in your life that you might be on or you might find yourself on in the future. And I love you all dearly. Please give me some feedback. Shoot me a DM. Tag me in your stories if you're going to start and you're going to implement a few things. Or even if you just have some questions um, for me, my inbox is open. The website is open for you to send any messages or anything like that. So do that. I would love to hear from you all. And I would love to support you in any way that I can. I gave y'all my receipts earlier. So I do know a little bit of something, something. I'm not certified nothing. So and I'm not no doctor disclaimer, but I I would love to help you if I can in any way. So I love you all and I'm going to pray and I hope that you have a great week and that I'll see you back here next week on the Intentional Woman Podcast. All right, let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this day and for everything that you've done in it. God, we thank you for our bodies that are healthy, that are strong, God, that you created and that you have given us, God, to steward over. So God, give us the wisdom, God, to take care of the things that you have given us, to treat our bodies as gifts, God, and that you will show us all the beauty and all the wonder and all the marvelous things, God, that are that is inside of us, that is housed in this temple, that is sacred, that is holy, God. Allow us to renew our minds about our image and how it is that we look and how it is that we present ourselves, God, because we are your daughters, God. We are daughters of the King of Kings, God, the Lord of Lords, the creator of the universe. So God, we thank you for the knowledge of who we are. Now, God, help us to receive it practically and help us to walk it out in our everyday lives. God, I thank you for your daughters, God, and I thank you for your spirit, God, that is alive in them, God, that allows them to know, God, that you have more for them and that you have given us this promise that we will have life in that more abundantly. God, and I thank you for the prayer that you prayed over us in third John, God, that our souls will prosper and that our bodies will prosper in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. God, and we give you glory. God, I pray that for any sister, God, whose heart is broken over maybe what someone said about her, God, how someone talks about her, about her appearance, about how she looks, God, that you will be even begin, God, to mend hearts, God, through this process, God, and allow people, God, to do the work, Lord God, unto your glory, God. Do it because because they love you, God. Do it because they know how much you love them as your daughter. So, God, heal hearts, God. Renew minds even through this process. And, God, you get the glory. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray and ask all these blessings. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. Be encouraged. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you are inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I could pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG or submit a prayer request at theintentionalwomanco.com. And until next time, remember... If we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.